My nephew's only friend is Dave the dog, but I'm going to take that away. Am I the a-hole? Why, why you got to take away Dave the dog? What did Dave the Put dog him do down. to you? <laughs> Put him down. He's not going Nuclear. to doggy heaven either. <laughs> There's no doggy heaven, only darkness. Oh, no, not Dave the dog. Dave the dog going straight to doggy oblivion. I love how instead of calling it the dog Dave, it's Dave the dog. Dave that's, the dog. That's pretty great. Yeah, great. Yeah. Great name. Okay. So I found a dog, Dave, that had been abandoned at a dog park. I waited with him until it was dark and then took him home with the intention of trying to find the owner or a rescue that would take him. He had no collar. And when I took him to my vet, the next day, we couldn't find a microchip. And Bill Gates at it again. <laughs> Rats. You know about the Bill Gates thing, right? Well, he like put microchips in everyone, right? Yes. Legit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was clearly someone's pet at some point. He's neutered, housebroken, and very friendly. Rehoming him never really panned out. No owner ever turned up despite searching and posting on lost pet pages. And I wasn't willing to take him to a kill shelter. I can imagine. Yeah. Why? <laughs> My husband was annoyed at first, but it's been almost two years now. My other dog has bonded with him. I've fallen in love with him. And even my husband has grudgingly accepted him. As far as I'm concerned, Dave's part of the family. Oh, this Dave. is kind of cute. This is a cute start to the story. It is cute. My brother-in-law and his family relocated to our city and moved in with us while they were closing on a house. My eight-year-old nephew has autism and it's caused him some struggles. His parents had talked about trying to find him a pet, but I guess they never found a good fit. At least until they met Dave. Oh. He really bonded with Dave to the point where he sneaks out of bed at night to sleep in Dave's dog bed with him. Oh, come on. That is too cute. cute. Dave is all he talks about, and he gets upset whenever we leave the house and don't take the dogs with us. I guess my sister-in-law talked to my husband about keeping Dave when they move out, and my husband told her he'd have to talk with me, but I guess there was a strong insinuation that it would be okay. I only found out about this proposal when my brother-in-law approached me and thanked me for letting them keep Dave before my husband ever even mentioned it to me. Oh. Excuse me? Excuse me? Dude, the husband needs to grow a pair and, and kind of say what's up. Oh, man. This is... What is going on over here? My husband and I had a fight, and when the dust settled, it's the three of them against me. <sighs> My husband feels that because Dave was living with us more by accident than design, we were really fostering him more than keeping him. And so it would be selfish to keep him when my nephew clearly loves him so much. He says we can go to the shelter and get another companion for a dog. So that's like a win-win. Dave gets a home and another dog gets out of the shelter for Christmas. And Dave would certainly be very loved and spoiled with my in-laws. And yet, after two years, he feels like my dog. The thought of giving him away after all this time hurts. And the idea that my in-laws are using my nephew's autism as some kind of trump card to prove they're entitled to have him really rubs me the wrong way. And I don't see him as interchangeable. Like I can just pop down into the shelter and score a perfect replacement. First of all, there's a couple updates. But okay. what do you think of this so far? Oh. What would you do? Would you give the autistic kid his dream dog? <laughs> or would you rob that young autistic child of happiness? Oh, my God. Okay, this is my dog. Also, I feel like the autistic thing shouldn't be, like, used as a Trump part card. Part of the consideration. Yeah, I don't think it should be necessarily part of the consideration. Um. I think they're using it as leverage. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, this is my dog. I love this dog. I I would be like, could you not at least 
try to go and and meet some other dogs and have yeah. and have the kid you know see some other dogs Why you, like date around see some other people uh, i don't know i'm just like I, like because if i'm that attached to the dog well i mean it is close by but i, I would be reluctant for sure i'd probably have to sit and think on it a little bit um it's, it's you've had it for two years it's yeah like a good it's like time. it feels like my dog like i'm assuming yeah. from this pov this is my dog, yeah. right? Which is how OP feels. And I also like think about the dog too. The dog's gotten used to this situation for the yeah. last two years to like yeah. uproot the dog again, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels like unfair to the dog. Not too. ideal. Yeah, not ideal at all. I think if the you know if if this family feels that they want a dog in their life, go get your own dog. You know, and also. Dude, what's with these stories? Giving people an inch, taking a mile. Like, we let you crash rent-free at our house while you're getting back on your feet. And then you want to take our dog. It's not. It's never enough. It's never enough for it's you people. It's never enough. Okay, edit. So, my husband doesn't hate Dave. He still plays with him, pets him, gives him treats, etc. Just like he does with our other dog. He just had a feeling that if we took him in, we'd be stuck with him. And that's what happened. I guess that's true. Yeah. We both tried to find a new home for him, but it became clear after a few months it wasn't going to happen, but we did try. I didn't strong arm or bully my husband into keeping him. And while we never formally sat down and said, okay, Dave is officially our dog from this day forward, a lot of things strongly implied that. From the time my husband came home from PetSmart with an engraved bone-shaped ID tag for Dave's collar, oh, that matched our other dogs to agreeing to get him microchipped with our address and his annual vet visit last year. He joked that Dave was an accident. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. And that he's useless because our other dog is purebred and got trained specifically for hunting, while Dave is just a mutt and sometimes plays fetch and sleeps on the couch. I think my in-laws heard Dave's backstory, picked up on the jokes, and assumed maybe we'd be willing to part with him right. since we tried to rehome him before. But I'm not going to divorce my husband because he's <laughs> willing to part with Dave because I'm almost certain his desire to give Dave to my nephew is coming from a place of wanting my nephew to have something that gives his childhood a sense of normalcy rather than dump a dog he doesn't want on someone else. And I think he really meant to talk to me about my sister-in-law's request. It's just that my brother-in-law was so excited at the possibility of keeping the dog that my brother-in-law beat him to it. And one more update. Dave reacts to my nephew the same way he reacts to everyone. He wags his tail and loves to take treats, but they don't have a transformative connection that transcends all time and space. <laughs> it's not like we all encouraged my nephew to get attached to Dave because we thought it would be adorable or funny. It happened rather quickly and organically. So is OP the a-hole by keeping the dog? What do you think, John? No, no. And also, I so we grew up fostering dogs. And I oh, would I say that. through our childhood, we probably fostered like over 30 dogs. Whoa. Um, that's a lot of... Wow, I didn't and we know would, that. We would keep them like one at a time. So yeah. sometimes if it was like a, you know, hot in-demand dog, it would fly off the shelf in a few weeks. And then other times the dog would be with us for months, right? Wow. But we pretty much always had a second dog that was a foster dog. Yeah. So all nice dogs. Yeah, yeah. Like, like... I would say, you know, we never really had any violent dogs. Definitely had some that like, you know, one would get like scared of like the rain and the thunder and would like mm -hmm. chew on our coffee table leg and, you know, things like that. Or like eat. Uh, One of them loved eating like my boxers <laughs> and like literally I would like pull my hands up and my 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 little kid weenie would just, boom, just fall around. I'm like, no, um, you're exposing me. Yeah. But like for the most, like all things considered, like nothing disastrous when yeah. you think of like what could go wrong yeah, yeah, that's, with a dog. That's really, 30 it was also dogs. That's crazy. It was also a small dog rescue. So uh, a lot of them okay, were so like they can't do that much damage anyway. Well, I mean, they were up to like uh maybe like this big. 
Yeah. Okay. Just big in size. Yeah, medium size. Maybe small to medium. Yeah, small to medium. So, um, so I got pretty good at letting go of dogs. Like <laughs> John is down to euthanize any dog you give him. <laughs> Not euthanize. Oh John, Hold I heard. On. I'm pretty good at putting down dogs. <laughs> That's what I heard, right? <gasps> John said, quote from John, I love putting down dogs. <laughs> don't the more you know me, guys. Don't the more you know me. Maybe that could be a fun uh, merch, merch thing. We, the more you know. All of the, the, the more you yeah. know is that we accumulate over time. I love putting time. down dogs. <laughs> John. Oh, God. That would be so terrible. <laughs> just all the stupidest jokes that we've ever said just immortalized and like Forever. hundreds of people t-shirts, wearing yeah. t-shirts yeah um but yeah i you know at the end of the day i think op this is op's dog and they should yeah. they should i know that the the child has a attachment with a dog it's an unfortunate just yeah. happening of events but just try to, to to see some other dogs yeah just, just try. try date around come date on around there's other pups in the in the in the Place in the, yeah, in the sky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or in the ground. Dig up one of the dogs <laughs> John euthanized and weekend at Bernie's that shit. There's so many. There's <laughs> so at least many. thirty. At least thirty. Oh uh, my god. Uh, but you know what? There's always at least thirty of. Oh my god. Comments from the beautiful people who watch our videos. Um, I would love to read one of them to you right now. Yeah, we love our public subscribers. This is from the video. My sister told me to give her my baby, and then it got worse. This is one where OP announces her pregnancy and the jealous and fertile older sister demands her to give her the baby or get rid of it. What a description. Jealous and fertile older (laughs) sister. What she was. So first public subscriber, Weronika B. Sorry if I mispronounced that. I feel sorry for the sister. Of course, she's having mental issues and trauma. She needs professional help. Professional help, never a bad idea. Opie needs to one, tell everyone how unhinged her sister is, and two, pack her bags and go far, far away for her family. This is from Prism Quartz. And finally, public subscriber, Akatsuki Fangirl. I also might have mispronounced that. The fact that OP's sister broke into their home and stole the baby supplies gives me the vibe that she might try to literally kidnap the child before she is born. Y'all, we love to hear your insights on the stories that we read. Thank you so much for sharing. Publicly subscribe. Leave your thoughts below on... Do you think John should continue putting down dogs? <laughs> Let me know if I should continue putting down dogs in the comments below. <laughs> no, if, if OP is the a-hole for the not a-hole. giving the dog to the nephew. And also, have you ever fostered a dog? Have you ever fostered a dog? Yeah. What's your dog count? Yeah, what's Beat your me. dog count? How many dogs have you murdered? Come on. <laughs> Put it in the comments below. We'll see you next see time. You Karen thought I was a teen mom, so she called me a sloot. But joke's on her. I called the police. That's right. Getting the boys in blue on your A. A. And then I'm going to make you black and blue. Beat you up. That's right. Beat your ass. Put it into the grass. Bury it. Turn into, into the a flower. Past. You're going to die so fast. You're going to have all those regrets. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Hey, Karen, what the fuck are you wearing? Why the fuck are you always staring? I hate you. And you call me a sleuth? Well, hey, bitchy Karen, you can taste my boot. I'm about to stomp your head right into the earth. Then I'll put you in a hearse. You don't want another verse. Let me put it in reverse and back over your head till you're dead. In the ground, watch me pound your grave to the dirt. What's worse? Goodbye.
There That's we good. go. That was fucking fire. We're getting there. My microphone's all wet now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Wow, this is really damp. Yeah, it is. is Slobbing on that knob. Slobbing. <laughs> Slobbing. Wow. Okay. Here we go. There's about a 10 and a half year age gap between me and my little sister. Okay. When I was a teen, I often used to take her to the local park to give my mom a break to give her some time to do some housework. Etc. You know, Etc. Et Mama deserves a break. You know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, don't sit down with a bottle of wine, a little bubble bath action. Mm-hmm. You know how it is. You know how it is. You know. You know all the the moms can do. Let the mommy milkers out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Little, in a little bubble bath. 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 Bubble with bath for that bubble butt. Bath bomb. You know your mom got that booty. Mm-hmm. Swiggity swooty. All right. Um, at the time this story happened, I was fifteen. It was Wimbledon season. Have no idea what that means. All right. It was Wimbledon season. Uh-huh. Oh, let me drink my spot of tea. Let me. Uh, all our UK fans are gonna get. Are gonna get mad. <laughs> I have UK friends, you know, and uh, <laughs> and I'm American. So, so our, our we, I one one at one time America was England. Yeah, that's and right. And we're like, fuck that. <laughs> so basically, you're just hating on yourself, idiot. Yeah, dummy. America is like the cooler, cooler uh, brother. Definitely of, of the UK. Uh, UK is Carlton, and we're Will, Will Smith. <laughs> that's a very accurate description. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. You got it. Spot on. Spot on, dear chap. Spot on. Good, uh, good day, good, cheerio. Good morrow. Hello, governor. Uh, um, How's the queen, Fish isn't and it? chips. Fish and chips, isn't it? You want to go see the footy? I don't even know what that is. Uh, the fo- fo- football. Football? Football. football. You see, uh, or footy is uh, maybe Australian. <laughs> footy. You want to go see the football? I'm see some, you some, cook around? some footballers. You want to you eat some, some uh, brisket? I'll put it in my, my misarranged teeth. Have you seen... <laughs> Have you seen the queen lately? I did, uh, and she was uh, looking quite fine. Let's just say those cheeks got clapped, and then uh-huh. a little queen royally wave. clapped, royally clapped uh-huh. mm, by a good chap. Eh? Uh-huh. Um. Anyway, <laughs> it was Wimbledon season, whatever the fuck that means. So my mom asked me to take my sister to the park for a few hours so she could watch it in peace. I'm assuming Wimbledon is the good old football or soccer, as us Yanks call it. That or maybe it's the cricket. The uh, yeah, or 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 is it tennis? tennis? What's Wimbledon? God, yeah, it's tennis. It's tennis. Ah, uh, tennis. Yeah. Okay, shit. Tennis. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, England. <laughs> Wimbledon season. More like. When will you be done That's fucking right. watching that dumb sport? When will you see these nuts? <laughs> uh, oh, no, that's it. We're going to get to some classic English. Um, she gave me some money so we could get some fish and chips. <laughs> In town, and some ice cream at the park. There was usually an ice cream van there. So we got some fish and chips. Fish and chips, so. And went to the beach for a bit to buy me mom extra time. And then we headed to the park. As we approached the park gate, this entitled mother, who was dragging along her dumbass child, <laughs> glared Idiot. at me. Entitled mom. 
you should be ashamed of yourself, your damn freaking, yeah, you little sassy. Uh, I wanted to use an English word that they use more often in England and Australia. Right. But is not used very often in America. Mm. You know, do you know what I'm thinking of? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not. But you know, everyone knows. Go punt a football. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I looked around, but there was nobody else she could have been talking to. Dumbfounded, I blankly pointed to myself, me? As if to affirm she was talking to me. Girls these days are such sleuths, opening their legs to anyone who asks, who got you knocked up, eh? Well, let me guess, you don't freaking know, you little dirty sleuth monkey. I stared blankly at her for a minute. Me. Uh, this is my little sister, <laughs> entitled mother, rolled her eyes and leered at me. Yeah, we had little sisters in my day, too. <laughs> I love how, like, like I'm just getting more, like, old sailor vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just said, uh, okay, bye, and walked away because I was uncomfortable with conflict and just wanted to get out of the situation. Entitled mother... <sighs> Don't you dare go into the park and spread your filthy diseases all over that slip and slide. I don't want my son catching any of these diseases that you're carrying in that wizard sleeve you got between your legs. I ignored her and rushed into the park. Surely she'd leave me alone when I was surrounded by other kids and parents, right? Wrong. (gasps) Entitled mother followed me around the park demanding that I leave. The more I ignored her, the madder she got. She kept repeating over and over, Get out! Get out! You're not allowed here! Wow. At this point, a few parents noticed. One mum, let's call her F-mum for friend mum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want to F your mom. <laughs> As a friend, though. As a friend, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a prank, bro. Just a prank. <laughs> um who my mom and I often chatted with, immediately stood up and rushed over just as entitled mother grabbed my arm and yanked at me. Friend mom, why? Why are you grabbing a child? Let her go. Who are you? Entitled mother, mind your freaking business. (laughs) Friend mom, let her go. I'm calling the police. Entitled mother let her go, but turned her anger towards friend mom, shouting that she was just making the park safe for her child, and I shouldn't be here because I might spread some nasty little diseases all over the place. She never specified (laughs) what disease. I'm just guessing she meant an SDI or something. More parents started coming over to see what was going on. Seeing she was outnumbered, entitled mother eventually left, dragging her child behind her, screaming obscenities at us as she slinked away like, what are your football, fish and chips, whatever English obscenities are. You, you bloody fool. You, you dastardly custard. 
You I like royal, you royal chip. Yeah. Yeah. You polished turd. Yeah. <laughs> you unposhed, unpossibly, porkily poopy head. Ooh, you are a royal poopy head. That's yes. right. Sir? Um, friend mom gave us a lift home to make sure we were safe. When I told my mom what happened, she was furious. She packed us into the car and drove us around town to look for the woman, but we didn't spot her. And thankfully, I never saw the woman again. The audacity. The audacity. Dude, like, like who I go? Like, I, there's so many assumptions that you have to make <laughs> to go from, like, I see this girl. It's not even like the girl is pregnant. She just, no, like, sees she, this girl with a younger girl and is like, I've seen this one before. And, you know, it's one thing to make the assumption. It's another to follow her and harass her to get out of the park to not spread her diseases. Like, like, and, like, bro, you know how does those diseases spread, right? So, like, <laughs> as long as your son isn't fucking OP, you're going to be fine. Nah, she, she. Also, also, you know what, you know what, I would, I would have been like. So she was like grabbing her or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, well, yeah, you know, it's it's too bad. I just spread my disease to yeah, you now that you you're just touching got herpes, me. Herpes, super herpes. <laughs> you're welcome. My gift to you. <laughs> I'm definitely doing. If that ever happens to me, I'm definitely doing that. What? Giving giving them super herpes. I'm giving Karen super herpes. Give all Karen super herpes for the culture. <laughs> oh! I am. This shit is hard. You tried delivering a five-star podcast. Make it easier on Mama Sam. Go to OKOP's profile page, click about, then rate it five stars. Okay, okay, now push! Congratulations, Sam. You have a beautiful five-star podcast. Thank you, listener.